This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 49. Give Your Kids the Skills to Deal with Bullies, Part 1, by Angela Bergman with FamilyOptimized.com. And I'm Joss Marie, right here on the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily. This is the show where I narrate content every weekday from some of the best blogs in the world covering dating, family, marriage, parenting, you name it, as long as it's in the realm of relationships. Plus, it's absolutely free. Today I have the first part of a post from Angela Bergman all about equipping kids with the proper skill sets to handle bullies. We'll be covering the second part of this post in tomorrow's episode, so make sure and check out that one too. And with that, let's hear today's post as we start optimizing your life. Give Your Kids the Skills to Deal with Bullies, Part 1, by Angela Bergman with FamilyOptimize.com. Bullying is, sadly, nothing new. Even though it now gets more attention in school than cursive writing, children and teenagers all too often find themselves the targets of repeated acts of cruelty. Early theories about bullying suggested the behavior stems from insecurities, and while those theories may have been disproved, the issue of bullying, and now cyberbullying, continues to be an increasingly complex problem. Many parents have begun taking the issue much more seriously than they did decades ago. What exactly is bullying? According to one researcher, there are four main types of bullying and several base criteria to determine whether or not a certain action is classified as bullying. But I don't want to get that technical. So, for the purpose of this article, we're going to use this working definition of bullying. When one person intentionally makes another feel bad about themselves in such a way that there is a clear victim and oppressor, aka the bully. The bullying behavior is not a one-time thing. It is repeated. It is meant to hurt, either physically or emotionally, and it happens not only in schools but in the workplace, online, and in the world around us. And because bullying is not confined only to schools, it's important to teach our children at a young age how to deal with difficult people in general. Even though they may graduate or move away from someone who made their life miserable, they will undoubtedly encounter people throughout their life who will test their resolve and do things to make their day more challenging. What bullying looked like when I was a kid. Approximately 30 years ago, I found myself an innocent bystander of bullying. I was a shy kid who hated confrontation, so I'm surprised when I look back that I had the courage to intervene the way I did. 
I was in fifth grade, a short, quiet kid who didn't have a lot of friends. My older brother was in seventh grade, and he was the same height as I was. For reasons that are not entirely clear to me, the boys in my brother's class had always picked on him because of his height, or lack thereof. One day during recess, I noticed the seventh grade boy standing around my brother, who was lying on the ground curled up in the fetal position. Forgetting that this wasn't my typical reaction, I marched over, grabbed the football that they were taking turns throwing at him as hard as they could, and stood in the football field lecturing those junior high boys until the recess bell rang. At least, that's how I remember it in my mind. Things didn't get much better for my brother in high school. Constant bullying had done a number on what little self-esteem he had. He was withdrawn, reluctant to make friends or try anything new. And I don't know why, but people continued to pick on him for one thing or another, even though I rarely heard him complain. Back then, we didn't have anti-bullying lessons in school. I suppose it was considered normal, just good-natured teasing back then. But it wasn't. I'll never know what stopped my brother from resorting to violence to solve his problem. I know if it had been me, I wouldn't have wanted to go to school. I would have had my fair share of sick days or skipped school altogether. As much as I want to say that bullying today is just as harmless as it was when I was a kid, I can't. The truth is, kids got hurt back then, and it has the potential to hurt children even more today. I know we say we want to live in a world of love and acceptance, but cruel people still exist, and they always will. It's a sad reality. Part of the problem is that we don't realize how hurtful our actions can be towards other people. We've all claimed our rights to freedom of everything, and who cares how it affects you as long as I get what I want. The adult bullies I see today are people who believe that they are always right and everyone else is clearly wrong. The cruel behavior just explodes after that. Lessons on bullying taught in school today. Today, teachers talk a lot about bullying in school. If children are the victims of bullying or any kind of behavior they find offensive, they are told to first ask the other child to stop. Stop hitting, stop making fun of them, just stop. If the other child doesn't stop, they are told to involve a teacher or adult. While this plan sounds simple and effective, the truth is that not all children have the confidence to speak up for themselves, and they don't always involve a teacher when bullying continues. One of my own children has been a victim of bullying throughout his school years. Can you guess why? Because of his height. After the events that took place during his kindergarten years came to light, when he was several years older, I asked him why he hadn't told the teacher. He told me, that it didn't help. He had told the teacher and nothing changed. The kids still picked on him and eventually he got used to it. He was led to believe that what they said about him was true. He was unworthy of being a normal kid with the rest of them because he was short. How had I missed this? Let my motherhood guilt be a lesson to you. When the bullying started in kindergarten, I wasn't aware. His behavior at home didn't immediately change. It took about a year before he started acting out at home, and it took five or six more years after that before the whole story came out. Even though you may not know about it, your child may be the victim of bullying. It may not be particularly violent, and it may not be frequent, 
But even so, it's important to prepare your child to deal with difficult people who won't listen when they are told to stop. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Give Your Kids the Skills to Deal with Bullies by Angela Bergman with FamilyOptimize.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to say thanks again to Angela Bergman for letting us share her article today. She's a contributor from Family Optimized, and this is actually the first time we're featuring her content. Not only is she a mother of five, but she also fosters puppies for a local animal rescue, cares for her own two dogs, writes fiction, and offers fitness consultations to anyone who wants to work out at home. Talk about achievements. Speaking of achievements, that's a wrap for today. Have a great rest of the day and I'll plan on seeing you again tomorrow for part two of this post where your optimal life awaits.